Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome back. Our final hour of the program this morning on 1300 1170 that open line. If you'd like to have your say about the footy season ahead, because it essentially starts tonight, doesn't it? With the pre-season challenge getting underway into the Indigenous versus Murray All-Stars. And uh, before you know it, Vegas will be knocking on our door. Jeremy says, Matty, you're going to have an equivalent of Tommy's Tribune. Well, that's, that's up for debate. I'm happy to debate that, Jeremy, because we kind of we, – we picked up on this when Tommy was leaving. Honestly, there was so much going on when we got back into the swing of things and then realised that it was going to be Tommy's last week or two that we, we didn't really plan through what to do with Tommy's Tribune, aside from the fact that I said, we own it. <laughs> so he can leave the building, but he's going to have to leave behind what is called Tommy's Tribune. I'll throw that back out there to you. Listeners, if you want us to continue with a version of Tommy's Tribune, we can do so. We can do it in honour of Tommy or we can come up with a new name. Um, we might wait until the footy season gets into full swing on that one. But if you've got any thoughts, bring them on in. Bryce from Spring Farm says, long-time listener, first-time texter. Thank you, Bryce. Inspirational quote for my Dragons. He says, there's always next year. <laughs> okay. Well, that, the interesting part of that one, Bryce, is that you're saying it for my Dragons. Normally, the sledge comes from opposition uh, teams. But thank you for that. 0457 736 736. The Opals have qualified for their 10th Olympic Games um, over there in Brazil, have done the job. So they will be going off to Paris a little bit later on in the year. And I'm pleased to say that Kayla George is back in the country and has uh, taken some time to give us a bit of time this morning. G'day, Kayla. Hey, guys. How are you going? I'm good, thanks. Um, congratulations. Talk to us about um, the Brazil journey and, and getting the job done, which is qualification. Oh, the, the Brazil journey, that is a whole different kettle of fish. <laughs> we were That was a long travel to get there and then over 40, almost 50 hours to get home for some of the girls. So we oh. uh, felt like we were on the other side of the world, uh, right next to the Amazon. Uh, very interesting location, location in Belém, Brazil, but we had probably 10 to 15 police escorts every day. So other than that, though, did get a clean sweep over there, had some some good battles, uh, particularly with Brazil and Serbia. And, um, yeah, great to get the, the three wins. And obviously the two wins qualified us, but we, you know, wanted to go home with three. So happy to do that. And it was good prep for us leading into Paris. When you're on a, when you're on a trip like that, that, I was getting sort of, I was getting jet lag just listening to you and the trip there and back. But when you, when you're on a trip like that, do you actually talk about Paris um, or is it that classic thing of we've got to focus on this part first? A bit of both, to be honest. Like, 
I mean, the Opals have such a huge legacy piece of being a part of the Olympics. So there's almost like a, you, you've got to be there so we better qualify kind of vibe. But we also know that we're good enough to do it. So we just have to get the job done. And um, so we certainly have like excitement for the preparation to come and the lead into Paris. And we've spoken about what the villas look like and what the plan is around that time. So there's certainly talk of that time um, and what our goal is there. Um, but ultimately, before the tournament, um, our first focus was to beat Brazil in Brazil, which Brazil are a super passionate people and they get real rowdy and um, they were real rowdy in game one and we could hardly hear anything. The stadium was nuts um, and they were tough. You know, we scraped through by five points, but, um, you know, they're in front of their home fans, as anyone would be. Um, you know, Brazilians, you know, when we drop a bobby pin, they cheer. They're just super passionate. And, and so we're just, we'll focus on that first game. Um, that was really important to win. And then, and then you just focus on the next one. And that's just kind of how we do it, you know, enjoying the process step by step, but also in the long, in the long term, thinking about like what we're working towards. You've got such experience at the national level and representing Australia, and you've already got Olympic experience. But what does it mean to you, Kayla, to be an Olympian? Oh, what does it mean? Oh, my goodness. Don't get my tear ducts sweaty this early in the morning, mate. I don't even know what time zone I'm in. Like, the minute I feel like dinner, it's Come on, let, 11 o'clock. Let it out. Let um, it out. We'll share the love here. <laughs> Honestly, to, I love representing Australia. Um, it's We're, we're a really, um, as like the Brazilians, we are a passionate people and especially about our sport and um Honestly, the Opals group have such a, a big legacy and it's so it's really cool to even... Like when I was younger, I just wanted to be an Olympian. I didn't anticipate, you know, potentially three times over. Um, so I just feel really blessed to be a part of a really exclusive group that is just super wholesome and makes us all... We all make each other feel really great about ourselves and we just love, you know, going through the highs and the lows of sport together at such an, a high level of high. And a, it can be quite a low level of low when you don't succeed, especially when you're, you're representing something that you're really passionate about. Um, so we've gone through a lot, especially the core group of Opals the last chunk of years. So um, obviously at the World Cup a couple of years back, we you know got back on the podium here in Sydney, um, which was really exciting after our Tokyo um, campaign. So honestly, I just, I'd love us to get back on the podium at the Olympics. The last two Olympics, we haven't been able to do that, but in between time at the World Cup we have. So it's about time that we got back on the podium and, and got ourselves an Olympic medal um, and, and to be where the Opals belong. We've followed the Lauren Jackson story like everybody has, not just uh, basketball fans in Australia, but sports fans in Australia. And, and the story was that she was going to be there for Paris, but she won't be going to those Olympic Games. I'll talk about the match that you've got um, this weekend against the Southside Flyers and the thank you for Lauren in just a sec. But let, let's just have a, a quick chat about Lauren not being there for these Olympic Games and, and how that resonated through the squad? Um, yeah, look, I think I think Lauren being a part of the team is a bonus. You know, the World Cup was a bonus that she was a part of it. She, she started playing local competition in Albury. I think it was in Albury. And then she, you know, started training again. And then all of a sudden she's playing in the NBL 1. Then it was the NBL. And then she's back with the Opals. Like, it was all just... I don't think she anticipated it, but she's she's loving it. She has been loving it. She always would say she's on borrowed time, but um, she's still got it. She's still so valuable. She's um, She was on my school books, for goodness sake. Like, what a full circle moment. Like, <laughs> now she's one of my Opal sisters. It's wild. Um, she's just a phenomenal human, and she's got so much experience that she can bring um, in a smaller role this time around with the Opals. You know, like back in her, her younger days, she was the 
the superstar that we, you know, the board be in her hands a lot and she play a lot of the minutes and, you know, she's 42 and, and still, you know, doing as much as she can and she's still fit as right now. And But she does have a smaller role and she can contribute in, in that way. And I think that's still really valuable. And um, like I said, her experience alone when she's a part of the group and, you know, if that was her last game or, you know, if it wasn't, I just, I'm so blessed that I have been able to play with her this last chunk of her Opals career. Mm. So then we get to Sunday at Kudos Bank. I think more than 7,000 tickets have been sold. If you get up to, you know, towards 10,000, break the WNBL all-time crowd record. It's a great way to say thank you to LJ, isn't it? Flames v. the Flyers, um, 3 p.m. at Kudos Bank Arena. So I guess there's the thanks, Lauren. Let's go out and beat you beat you guys now. Is yeah. that kind of the plan? <laughs> Sorry. Let, thanks, Loz. Let me just elbow you in the jaw <laughs> while I post you up. No. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, as much as it's a huge thank you to Lauren because she's just an absolute legend and the best player to ever play the game, um, I just uh, I think it's a win for women's basketball and women's sport because, you know, it just if we can get more eyes on it, then we get more exposure, and I think it goes goes a long way in growing our game. Hundred percent. All right, great to catch up. How how are you? How long have you been back in Sydney? Um, I landed at seven o'clock last night. So, right. But I've never landed in Australia at night. I usually always land in the morning, so I slept all day on the oh, plane. Oh, okay. And then landed at six or seven, and then only got four hours sleep last night. So honestly, is it dinner yet? Like what time? <laughs> is it? I don't even know. No, you know what time it is. It's caffeine time. It's that's all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's all it is. You just yeah. got to get through yeah. this next period, don't you? So, hey, look, what yeah. we'll do is we'll we'll clip up this interview and send it to you so you remember what you actually said because you'll have no idea <laughs> in about half an hour what you just did. I know that haze yeah. that you're in, right? I'm actually sleep talking right now. You're right. <laughs> Good on you, Kayla. It's always great to speak to you. Thanks so much. Congratulations again, and um, let's get a massive crowd there on Sunday. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Kayla George joining us there. So Sydney Flames v Southside Flyers. Um, Sunday at 3 o'clock at Kudos Bank Arena. It is a thank you to Lauren Jackson um, and always a great atmosphere as well. So let's see if we can break that WNBL all-time crowd record. I'll get you to get the exact number where it sits, Coach K. Um, but more than 7,000 tickets been sold to that game. That chat, thanks to MEGT, the proud number one ticket holders supporting female tradies and their employers. Visit megt.com.au. A one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is my open line number, or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Rob says, Maddie or Marty, I'm sure you've been called worse. You'd be surprised how hard it is for some people to get Rob right. I don't know if you can get, you can't really get Rob too wrong, can you? But obviously, Rob in Blacktown, you can. Um, let me get a couple of more text messages here. This one for the Bulldogs, a speech. Between living and dying, I'll tell you this in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that inch. And I know if I'm going to have to have any life anymore, it is because I'm still willing to fight and die for that inch because that is what living is, says Junior Smithy. That's heavy stuff this early in the morning. Heading up to Bathurst uh, for the 12-hour with the young fella, says Josh the Bricky. Good on you, Josh. Road tripping. Looking forward to the sights and sounds of the GT cars and the lead-up to the supercars, and you're camping up top as well. Um, let me see the weather there. I mean, there's a bit of wet weather around in Sydney uh, and Greater Sydney that we know, but I haven't checked the forecast for Bathurst, so let me do the old quick Dr Google on the, go- on the bomb website. Bathurst forecast it looks like this. Shower or two for the rest of today, 26. 
Ooh, tomorrow, possible storm, about 15 mils of rain, um, 26. Saturday, 30, and Sunday, 30, so a little bit of showers. But, Josh, uh, I'm sure you've been there plenty of times before and you know that you can get absolutely everything. Okay, so the biggest crowd, thank you, mate, and enjoy your trip. Travel safe. Enjoy it. The biggest crowd, February 2023, between the Flyers and uh, the Flames, was 7,681, which is the largest ever WNBL crowd for a match there. So if there's more than 7,000 already ticked over, I reckon we're edging pretty close to that mark, 7,681. Um, Western Sydney Eagle, Kayla George, another great chat, some quality guests on today's show. Very entertaining. Thank you, Western Sydney Eagle. Yeah, it's been good, hasn't it? We've been going... Left, right and centre this morning. It's been really fun. Uh, Tony says, what a brilliant chat with Kayla. How cool was she? Well done. Yep, totally agree. The Pearl says, that texter was right. I get the name Reb wrong all the time. <laughs> oh, you wags. Absolutely. Quarter past 11 in Sydney, quarter past 10 in Brizzy. Back after this.